0: You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. At 12.06 on this national holiday. It's a national holiday. It is, folks. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everyone tuning in. This is our live simulcast on Facebook. It is the noon report. It is also, today is, in fact, a national holiday. It was the birth of Juan. I want to thank Mike Degnan, the most thoughtful card that has arrived with a nice gift for Juan. You're going to be hearing this a lot over the next hour. <laughs> and a very nice gift from Miguel as well. Dear Juan, hope you enjoy these cigars for your birthday and the rest of 2023 i will big cigars roadie land's biggest radio host and then i like this they are um he asked them can you send me a cigar as fat as pork boy fingers so in fact as i opened the uh, box of cigars <clears throat> they um and they have done just that. Miguel is very, very nice as I'm holding it up. Look at that. Eighty by hold on. Let me um. Bear with me, folks. I had it open just a moment ago. There we go. Okay. And and they are. He said, send me as fat as pork boy finger. And folks, look at that. Yes, it is indeed. So this should keep Juan smoking all summer long. These are just for demonstration purposes for uh, if the people in FB don't like it. So there it is. Yep. So, folks, again, thank you very, very much from uh, Miguel. Certainly in the birthday uh, celebrations. It also was a double winning because yesterday was Father's Day. So happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. <clears throat> but, folks, uh, it is the birth of Juan. This portion of the program is brought to by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, this is going to be a, um, a great week. Now, granted, the sun is in and out just a little bit. Uh, sometimes it's sunny, sometimes it's not. But the, obviously, you know, the weather will continue to improve. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Vegetables and herbs, annuals, perennials, hangers, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, 12-inch patio pots, it's P- everything you – if there's something that you could plant outside, they have it at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Right off of Route 4, you can shop local. Uh, the quality is excellent. The service is the best. They're open seven days a week. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, as always, visit the website, petro.com. which is part the way that in. Two twenty-six Kwiset Avenue, West Warwick, folks. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. It's a hoedown. It's happening at the Kwiset Inn, and also um, on the website. You can uh, see. And again, folks, thank you, everyone, once and all, for the birthday wishes. Now, as far as later on, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't, I don't know, is the answer. I mean, people are already asking me, am I going? live? well. If something major hits, I'm not off on a cruise. I can't, I can't see not going, um, not going for like a fender bender. But if something major happens, <clears throat> I would almost consider that like a birthday gift, right? I mean, sometimes when Juan is out on the scene live stream, it is kind of it's. It is. I feel like it's like a gift. Um. So the answer is, I don't know. We'll play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. Possible. Possible. Uh, very open to it. So, but folks, um, and I also want to uh, thank everyone that has taken the time to wish a uh, happy birthday. Yes. Thank you, one and all. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> now, I also, though, obviously this there's a lot going on in the world. The the national holiday thing. Listen, did I ever dream growing up when I was at St. Paul's School and had Miss Gannon and all the wonderful teachers that I had, uh, Sister Josephine, Miss And did I ever dream, someone asked me that, did I ever think that my day of birth would be considered a national holiday, much like our savior, right? I mean, Christmas is the birth of Christ. Now, June nineteenth is the birth of Juan. Um, it's a little overwhelming, right? Admittedly, little overwhelming. Um, you know, do I do I feel pressure? No, I mean, I'm not gonna. You know, no, I don't. I don't feel extra pressure from it. Um, it it is. I'll admit it. It's not. You know, you don't think when you're young and starting your career they're going to create a national holiday um, tied to your to your birth. So, I mean, the only you think of well, Fourth of July is birth of America, and then obviously Christmas. But um, ideally, I will not have to travel down the same road as our savior. <laughs> Although there are many criminals who would like to. <clears throat> nail one to a cross. But hopefully we're not going to get to that. Now folks, again, thank you everybody. I want to um, share with you though and I have it up on the website. If you haven't had a chance and, but we have so many new people. I am very, very happy and pleased. It's very gratifying with the growth that we're experiencing both on YouTube um, especially I mean, FB continues to just lead the pack. But we have so much room to grow on some of these other platforms, you know, um, I don't think people realize it's it's still I had a, a conference call with some people in the business late last week and, you know, they were saying, you know, Juan, do you realize you're still at, it's still in the infancy, like the upside is still huge for the amount of people that you can grow with. So it is very exciting conversely many other people around us are you know many times they say that you're either like this right either you're like this or you're like this now i think most people would say you know the park boy is it's essentially the ss titanic um and then some of the other individuals like that you know another good example totally unrelated to me or anything else but it's and I know this is like totally random. I do want to talk about Friday night in Cranston because it started Friday during the day, and then that—that's the latest I have been out doing on the scene in quite some time. But as someone that has followed, you know, radio, and I consider myself a radio expert, um, and I have worked in in top markets, New York and Boston, and on the year I filled in on national shows. But what has happened? Especially for our Massachusetts people, even though they're actually doing very well in Rhode Island, is that whole Sports Hub. I'm am I'm friendly with Zoe, and uh, who does the midday. But you know that afternoon show actually beats Pork Boy, and they don't even have a Rhode Island signal. But what is really remarkable, and I know I'm talking about another radio station, but they're not in this general market. You can get them, but the way that 98.5 The Sports Hub has just annihilated EEI. When I was on the air in Boston, and we were in the same, EEI was the studio of for us. I mean, you want to talk about people that thought they were the masters of the universe, right? That thought they had invented sports broadcasting. And, and now it is it is like the B-Leagues. It is, it is the Red Sox, and then it's the Woo Sox. With the Sports Hub being the Red Sox, and EEI is... Is basically, if it, they were still in the Paw Sox, but they're still digital like the Woo socks. But check out to Petro.com. We do have the video up of the raccoon that did shut down 146. I don't care what anyone says. I was there. Um, and I, I want to clarify uh, you know, as I've already explained, I've had these animal rights people reach out to me saying when the state police were calling out to the raccoon to come down and surrender, why didn't they give it more time? I, I want to once again just reiterate that I was using audio in real time, right? I have different devices, but I was using that from Monday when they surrounded the house in Providence. So just once again to clarify, the state police were not using a loudspeaker. They were not telling the raccoon that it was surrounded. They were not telling it in both English and Spanish to come down off the pole. They were were not doing that. I was playing the recording of Monday when they surrounded the house on Hudson Street. So, but just to be clear about that, these animal rights people, why didn't they give it a chance to come down? Because it's a raccoon. <laughs> because you know, I, I hate. To, I I can't believe I'm going to be the bearer of bad news here on the on this national holiday. But I I let me just say this: I am not convinced that the raccoon could understand what the state police were saying. So I'm just going to put that out there. Now maybe someone might say that you don't know that. That's debatable. That raccoon. I, I'm just saying it is i am not convinced that when the state police and i played the audio uh, first of all hold on first of all they they weren't doing that (laughs) now i'm getting caught up in it why didn't they give it a chance to come down when they were calling to it well again i i if there are animal rights people who i i appreciate their work i share their work right i share their work um if they believe that the raccoon could understand the state police and, and, and therefore was like in a standoff. When I said raccoon standoff, I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't comparing it to what happened Friday night or that Monday where they thought they had someone surrounded. So I received another message from one of the animal rights people, can you send me the video the state police surrounded the raccoon and were calling for it for the bullhorn to come down off the pole all right first of all the video was up secondly they they were not calling for it to come down (laughs) no no they went up and got it in the bucket truck and then the raccoon stamped it away when it when it did come down so but anyhow check out the website dipetro.com well, we do have the video, the raccoon shuts down Route 146. Well, it did. I mean, I didn't say all night. I didn't say for, you know, hours on end. It's not like the bridge in Philadelphia, <coughs> but it did. Now, they temporarily did that so it could scamper to safety, and it ran right at me. Now, you also see, though, the wild video of Friday. And then everything else, folks. It's a happening. It's all right there at topetro.com, and we post um, a lot of video there, obviously. All right, now, I want to stay on schedule, but I want to tell you about Friday. I want to tell you about Friday and the firsthand account. Those on the Facebook page, folks. Now, there's someone that we work with, I've worked with sometimes, Got gotten to know him. His name is Jay. And um, <clears throat> I shared his video. It's on the Facebook page. He was actually uh, on 95. It was early Sunday morning, so Saturday night into Sunday morning, 2 a.m., and, so, and I posted that the state police arrested the guy. That guy was going, he was in the high-speed lane, teenth. he was, teenth, I like that. He was in the high-speed lane um, going in the wrong direction. It's it's frightening to look at. I posted the video, and then I think Channel 12 may even run it, but I shared his video. He's out quite a bit, and um, and so if you look at that, though, it's, those, I can't even imagine those people that you're trying to come. He's in the high-speed lane going the wrong way, going the wrong way. He was going north by Pawtucket, 95 south, and he was in the high-speed lane. So the people, I believe he was in the high-speed lane. I, it's tough. You can see the video. <clears throat> the guy was apparently annihilated, as a matter of fact. So, hey, you know what else is? As I think of uh, birthday shows in the past, and we've had some fun ones, but a really fun one. Well, several were uh, when I was down the dial at HJJ. I mean, it tells you how far it goes back. And Horton Seafood sent over clam cakes and chowder and so forth for the day. And then, but then um, the last birthday show I think we did was I had Ann from Cranston and Walter Miller in studio, and it was it was two hours. And it was just fantastic. And I was legitimately like laughing where I was crying. It was so funny. Now both of them have passed away, rest in peace. But I also, as I go with that, you know, and we had Walter Miller and Ann in studio and Walter kept singing happy birthday and he's chatting with Ann and he had his animals and he would do the voices. And and then as I think of it, not to dwell, but then you know, in the middle of that, I get like a text from management, like how much longer is this going to go on? Like th- these are the same people that have would have pour, a lot of whose pork boys on the air, like droning on right about nothing, the, the nonsense. And then they're like interfering with Juan's birthday fun of Walter Miller and, and Anne from Cranston. Don't even get me started on it. There was someone that had actually come in, and they wouldn't let Ann from Cranston on the air anymore. It was like, folks, that's the type of stuff I don't miss in any way. Like ludicrous, that was radio gold. Walter Miller and Ann from Cranston, two legends in studio, and Walter kept singing, and um, he had those dolls that made. I mean, I was cool. Keith was like, I've never seen one laugh as much as Walter Miller and Ann, who now have both passed away. So I'm glad I did it. I think I have that recording somewhere. I will try to find it and post it, but it's just been a hectic weekend. Now, let me tell you about what happened in Cranston, because it's very significant. This is really significant. You haven't heard it, and no one else, you know, will tell you about it the way I'm going to tell you about it. But this portion of the program, folks, is purchased by Propane Plus. Call them for all your propane needs, for crying out loud, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508 252 3359. It's propane plus the Johnson family three generations heating and cooling. Call them today. It's propane plus residential or commercial propane plus. Call them today 401 885 4209 or 508 252 3359 for propane plus. I also, before I talk about that, let me just make mention. Someone sent me a note, I won't say who that I had on Peter Alvedi of DOT, who's now gonna take over RIPTA. <clears throat> Listen, I'm gonna come back to, of what's on the menu. What's on the menu? You have to order off the menu, right? You go to a stand and they say, what do you have? We have hot dogs and hamburgers, olive tuna salad, hot dogs and hamburgers, olive chicken, hot dog or hamburger, that's what's on the menu. That is what is on the menu. I don't like Peter Alvedi. Okay, so you're in favor of Avedesian, Scott Avedesian, who just to continue to run RIPTA, which is a quasi-agency that is a disaster. Oh, no, I want that's what is on the blanking menu. It is either Alvedi coming in. And that is very significant to me. It's 3%. Well, I want, that's not on the menu. I didn't create the menu. It's a hot dog or a hamburger. I want a piece of chicken. They don't have blank. Can you read? Well, I don't like Alvedi. Well, then that means you like Appetition. You have to order off the menu. Ripta. 3% of the people in the state take public transportation. Huge potential for growth. Something needs to be done. I, I don't claim to know what the answer is, but this is the ultimate you know, definition of insanity. Nothing, I want, I want, I want, I want. How does it feel to want? Here are your options. You can have a hot dog or a hamburger. I didn't create the menu. you have to order off the menu. Well, what I wanna do, oh, okay, you're gonna order off the menu. Good luck with that, it's not happening. Anything is gonna be better than the way it's going right now. Hey, I spend time, more than I want, not complaining, in places like Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. Many of those people, they don't have a license, they should not be driving, they can't afford a car, their cars are not insured. I don't know what the answer is. There should be far more public transportation options. Again, I'm not, I don't have the answers. That's not my background. I don't have experience with it. But there's got to be a better way to do it than all these huge buses riding around empty. Maybe make smaller, smaller and have them, I, I don't, again, I don't Proclaim to know the answer but what's happening now is not an answer well i don't like I, i i get it you don't like lvd okay well listen something has to be done you can't continue down the path you're in now cranston on friday for those of you who are tuned in on friday um i immediately left after the program because there had been a bank robbery in cranston now Those of you that saw the video, which is on demand, it's also on dipetro.com. It's not your imagination. I was the only one on scene. That's fine, right? We've gotten used to that. First one on scene, many times only one on scene. So that was, and we were right there. And the Cranston police, right before we left, we, we were the first ones to have information about the suspect. Male, white rode off on a bicycle that's different that's different uh the bicycle element okay so then now we had a suspect so that was friday afternoon now fast forward right to friday night well it turns out when they got the bank surveillance footage from from the bank citizens bank park avenue it's really right almost at park and reservoir but it's down a little bit it's behind the cvs but anyhow um when you look at the footage, it's my understanding that some of the Cranston police, specifically Commander Patilano, recognized the individual as the nutcase from last July, who was involved with the 16-hour standoff in North Providence, which I was there. and was excruciating. That went on way too long. That was the thing where they got actually got a food order for the guy. He—he's Gino Rotundo. He shot an AR-15 off of the air, and then his neighbor called 911, which I understand. The guy was doing—you know—he was on Facebook Live. He looked—he's like a maniac. He looks like the Joker. So, I think he had been up for like two days, not afraid of the candy, not afraid of the nose candy, little pick me up here and there. So, uh, um, he—he was the famous one. Ordered, you know, the three hot wieners three all the way and then they finally cut the power late into the night like two o'clock in the morning that started started around four o'clock in the afternoon i was there from five o'clock in the afternoon to two thirty in the morning it was brutal we learned a lot from that i learned a lot from that now next time we would be more prepared for that but anyhow and then he just surrendered at 8 30 so anyhow cranston police they recognized him So through their due diligence, they realize that the North Providence, I want three wieners and a pizza, that he has been released out of prison in April, and now suddenly he's living in Cranston. So they get an arrest warrant, and then if you see the video, I, I was the only one on scene. They surrounded the house. Now, Cranston police, here's the the part of the story that you don't know. They were not going to go 16 hours, there was no food order. Now it's my understanding that there was someone on scene, I won't say who, who was providing information that led them to believe he was inside that house. So what did Cranston police do? They surrounded the house. Then. Was Cranston police about to take a food order? No. Let me ask you this. Right now at 1229, based on what you saw in Johnston, based on what you see with Cranston PD Live that returns this Friday night, does Cranston police strike you as the type where they're willing to wait around? The answer is no. So with flashbangs, they boom, they breach the back of the residence. They breach the front. And then they sent in the robot. So when you – if you see my footage, we can see someone. He's in it, – it's like a bear cat. I'll have to get exactly what it is. But they – it looks like – it's like a tank. It's right in front of the house, and there's someone inside. So they have that going through. Now, as this is going – and they also, boom, cut the power about an hour and a half into it. About an hour and a half into it. But they did explosions and breached and got the robot in there. I don't know what else they put in there, but anyhow, while this was then going on, finally they got information that the person that was insisting he was inside the house, he was actually not inside the house. He he got nervous that the police may be looking for him, so he was hiding in a storage facility on Phoenix Avenue. But And then if you saw it, so I interviewed the chief of police in Cranston. It was after one thirty. It was around one forty-five. So, and, and and we were the only ones unseen the entire time. So I was the only one at the the bank robbery, and then the only one there, and that went on for a while. I mean, I got to Cranston. Um, I don't remember what time it was. It was at, it was right around midnight or after midnight, and then I left there about two o'clock in the morning. So I got home around two thirty. So, um, but it, I mean, it's worth it, right? Because then we are ahead of that. And so as everyone was waking up on Saturday, you already knew if you were watching it or saw, folks, again, you can see all of this on demand whenever you want. It's right now on the website to Petro.com. But it's just, the, the thing about the Cranston police that I want to call attention to is, they, um, they're very aggressive, and, but I think in a good way. I, I admire Chief Winquist, Commander Patlano. They they are a no-nonsense police outfit. They, they just don't, there, there was gonna be no food order. And I'm not knocking what went on in North Providence. Okay. I'm not, because that was different because the guy actually even had a hostage in there. with The, the girlfriend was in there. So it was a little bit of a different situation. This time he did not have a hostage situation. But we have a major problem in this state. Here's the part that no one's going to say to you. But we have a major problem with the police do their job. But then notice Governor McKee and and the judges that then let these people out of prison. I cannot believe that last July that that guy shot an AR-15 in the air, kept his girlfriend as a hostage, was involved with a 16-hour standoff with Providence Police State police, Cranston police, he's, he's out of jail in less than a year. I, I don't understand what the, what is happening. How is that guy let out? He's clearly a danger. I think I also, I believe, I'm not positive, I think he stole, it's a two-family house. I think he stole the bike of a neighbor or a kid that lives, like, attached to the house. So, Friday morning, he thinks, I need money steals his neighbor's bike rides to the bank robs the bank and rides back i mean it's just bizarre but um and then you see the photo of him with the orange dot here now i i don't so he's dying is here to excuse me change his look i mean the guy is a total nutcase but you go back to last monday the Oniville shooter he um that was his th- third gun charge That was his third gun charge. And another thing that happened last last Monday night, for those of you that have seen it, if you haven't seen it, again, I'm not trying to be a broken record here. But it's it's significant to point out because I understand, right, like people, what do you bring to the table? Last Monday night, uh, even to my surprise, we, we were the only ones on scene last Monday night on Hudson as the police got a, a full search warrant to go through that house, the house on Hudson Street. Now, it is true Wednesday they got him in Silver Lake on Union Avenue. But that house on Hudson, I've learned that last Monday night he was in that house. And, and I, I don't know the answer to that. And I, I really like, obviously, I like working with the Providence police. I was there on Thursday morning. I like Chief Perez. I don't fully understand what happened. I'm not trying to second guess. I don't want this to come off as critical. I'm more puzzled of anything. At the right time, I'll try to get an answer. But something that I, I don't understand, and, and I think it's a fair question. I don't know enough about the search warrant. I don't know how long they had to execute it, but at the risk of sounding like on Monday morning quarterbacking, last Monday night, I don't know why Providence police left. That guy, that that punk, he was still hiding in that house. He was still in there. Uh, the neighbors were telling me he was in there. Uh, that's why I was there. Is because he was in there. You could see those degenerates that were hiding him pacing back and forth on the sidewalk. They were acting as though he were inside. Right? Um I, I'm I'm at a loss on that one. I am. I and again, I don't I, I'll I'll um at the appropriate time. It wasn't Thursday. And again, I, I don't claim to have all the information. They did get him. They did get them, but if, if I were to play Monday morning quarterback in second guess, they I think Providence Police, they should have just stayed at that house. And again, I don't know the background on how long they had to be in there, but if it was open, let's send out for some food, set up shop, get the canines in, get in the whatever that, the body thermal warmer devices. That little killer degenerate, I, I, I believe it's, I mean, the neighbors and I don't want to put them in harm's way or danger, but but it is my understanding he was still in that house. I was surprised. If you saw the video last Monday night, I'm like, they're leaving? They didn't get him? He's there. That's a big house. A neighbor, a neighbor told me that they believed that he was hiding inside insulation in the roof but he was in that house he was in that house so my point is and i um i want to be really clear i'm not being critical of the providence police and uh captain aspinall was on scene all of the detectives were on scene um they did catch him wednesday right on union avenue but but i um that one i i don't understand like hey we're not going anywhere like they can and i saw i get the, the, the you know the family whoever those people are friends family what have you they're on front they're they're pacing back and forth oh my child's too i gotta get him in the house like i i get what what they're doing they're trying to rush the police but hey you, you're talking about a murderer right you're talking about a murderer and just as I compare the two, Cranston police <laughs> blew off the back door, the front door, boom, breached it. Like, no, no, I'll have three hot wieners and a pizza. No, 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 you're not getting anything, right? You know what? You're getting zero. No, enough of this nonsense. That's zero with the guy with the orange hair. No, he's not, you know. Now, here's the offer. Nothing. I can heat. I'm talking into an empty telephone. Right? I mean, that's what we're talking about. So, but, so, again, folks, um, if you want it, everything I'm talking about, you you can find it if you log on at petro.com and it's right there. The, all the YouTube, it's, I, we load them to YouTube. We get them on YouTube. We get them on all different platforms. Folks, so this portion of the John DiPietro Show, and it's sponsored by at Med urgent Care for urgent care. Fifteen twenty-four Atwood Avenue, Johnson, right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also fifty-seven fifty Post Road East At Med Urgent Care. They're open seven days a week. They have doctors and nurses. Whatever you might need, but if you need urgent care, it's walk in, walk in Urgent Care Center. All your medical needs. Juan practices what he preaches. I I have been to both. When I needed urgent care, At Med Urgent Care, fifteen twenty-four Atwood Avenue, Johnson, fifty-seven fifty Post Road. East Greenwich, pop in and see them, folks. This portion of the Wan program on w- Wan 10th is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now remember, uh, if your as they say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Washing machine, dryer, refrigerator, stove microwave Ryan's Appliance Repair 401 710 7096 when your appliance is dying just call Ryan Ryan's Appliance Repair 401 710 7096 so going back the other thing that I think is going to surprise a lot of people is just touching again on you, you got to love though Cranston police that was a 12 hour stretch they had a bank robbery They solved it. Now, again, how long is this guy going to remain locked up? The answer is not long enough. The police are doing their job. We don't don't have a policing problem. We have a problem where these criminals uh, get light sentences and then get out. Now, the Oneyville killer, that was his third gun charge. Total punk, total degenerate. Gang member, but why is he out? Why is he allowed out? There should be stricter provisions. Again, I'm not going to pretend to know all the answers. And this comes down to I don't know where this is falling off, but he shouldn't have been out and certainly shouldn't have had access to a weapon. But what's going to surprise people okay, he's 19 years old, right? Let's just stay with the Oniville thing for a moment. He's 19. So you have a group of people at a park. They're, they knew each other, having a discussion, argument, what have you. They go around the corner, and whatever was done, one of them takes out the gun, one shot, boom, pops the other. So how much time should someone like that do? How much time would you think? He's certainly not going to get life. Let's look at this. How many witnesses were there? No one saw anything. So what could he say? He supposedly has admitted to police he did it. But it sure sounds like it could be a self-defense thing coming. So I don't think they've determined whose gun it is. Uh, Not that I've heard. Not that I've heard. We'll have to wait. If, If they haven't determined whose gun it is, How do you know it wasn't the gun of the person that was killed? If that happened, how does he not say, he pulled a gun at me, we struggled, and then the gun went off? Self-defense. Now, there have been shootings. There was the shooting of that kid. um, When was that? That was in Silver Lake. I think that was last summer. And uh, other than the gun charge, the, the kid showed up. And then he was going to shoot someone, and the kid, the other person, took the gun off him and just then shot and killed him. So, okay, so it's definitely not first-degree murder. We'll walk through it with our legal analyst, Attorney Dodd. But now you're talking about second-degree murder. Plus, he's admitting to it. If they try to argue with some kind of a self-defense, um, he's under the age of twenty. It's the if you're under the age of twenty-one or twenty-two and you commit a crime. You're nowhere near getting life. So that Oneyville shooter, you're talking about um, like 15 years. He's probably going to have to do 15 years at the ACI, Uh, possibly 20, Uh, maybe not. But now that that if it sounds like a long time, it is a long time. But he's 19, go to prison, join a gang. Um, he's he'll probably be out right around when he's thirty-five. Maybe maybe he gets tacked on a little bit longer, but not by much. Not by much. What do you think he's going to learn in prison between now and then? Nothing good, nothing useful, nothing that's going to benefit the community. Definitely not, folks. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Falcon Pest Services. Now. I have mentioned this. This is nothing to be ashamed of. So when you have, and I've had at least three people ask me directly just in the past couple of days. One, who is that pest control service you recommend? Falcon Pest Services. Call John today. 401-739-1322. Four, a friend of mine had ants. Okay, once you get past the embarrassment of, I can't believe we have ants, now you come down to what you're going to do about it. Another one of our followers, they have a mouse problem. And it seemingly is a bad mouse problem. So whether it's termites or ants or mice or, God forbid, but it can happen, rats or roaches or mosquitoes, call Falcon Pest Services. That's what they do. Maybe it's one time. Maybe it's once a month maybe it's once a quarter, once maybe it's once a week. Falcon Pest Services. Call them 401-739-1322. 401-739-1322. You can look for them on Facebook. I've shared their Facebook page and then their website is falconpestservice.com. Falcon Pest Service servicing Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them. Call John today 401-739-1322. Well, folks, it is one tenth, Juneteenth, June nineteenth. It is a national holiday. Amazing number of people are off today, um, and it's it's brand new. I mean, Governor McKee is now signing to make it a state thing, but um, but there is um, many states. There's so many people that are that are off today. So, I, and again, I I don't know how many people are going to uh, argue about it. But because it's a day off in June, I am very interested to watch what happens with our relationship with China. That's a very, very important trip. Now, um, you know, earlier in the radio show, you can see some of the stuff about what's going on with 2020. I I don't the the people that don't like Bill Barr, the guy was the U.S. attorney. He's not some hack lawyer he he was the us attorney you may not like him you may not agree with him but he was the us attorney one thing he, he is is knowledgeable about the law so i i i'm not i am so not trying to convince anyone people that think it's all what about what about conspiracy blah 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 i'm not you believe whatever you want i believe you're better served if you deal in facts, deal in reality, and be open. But there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people that don't want to hear anything about that, which, again, it's their prerogative. I mean, whatever. Whatever, however, if that's the way you want to live, that's the way you want to live. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. There are another one I share on Facebook. Chris is so talented and... <clears throat> Give them a call for a free quote to enjoy your outside. Limitless Outdoors, 401-580-1852, Limitless Outdoors. It starts with a discussion how you'd like to use your outdoor space. They can design your outdoor space to fit your aesthetic and lifestyle. They specialize in patios, walkways, steps, outdoors kitchens, landscape lighting. Indoor, they do uh, update your indoor fireplace and kitchen. Limitless Outdoors. Remember, their slogan is dream, build, enjoy Limitless Outdoors. Call them today, 401-580-1852. 401-580-1852 for Limitless Outdoors. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 1249. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. If you haven't seen it, the video of that guy riding the wrong way on 95 at two o'clock in the morning. Folks, I want to remind people the. Um, oh, wow. He was given bail? Um, Cranston, the man charged with robbing the bank, was given bail? What? Gino Rotundo. Seen leaving on the bicycle. Wait a minute, shoplifting. He was also wanted on a restaurant and chief, shoplifting walnut, violating a no contact order. Rotundo was held on thirty thousand dollar bail for the robbery charge, two thousand for the shoplifting. He's due back in court at a later date. All right, maybe it's a little bit of confusing. Um, that's quite the look he's got going there. Ronald McDonald called. He wants his hair back. Wow. Yeah, imagine this is who the Cranston police had to deal with. There he is. Now, again, he I believe he dyed his hair orange. I don't think it was that. I think it, it was almost like blonde, and then he dyed it orange, probably as a disguise to hide from the police. So now, given bail, now, do they... I don't understand that. Do they mean he made bail? Oh, okay. They just set a bail for him. I don't know what... That's a little bit of a confusion. Um, I have the video up. Yeah, with his photo and everything else. I have all the info on um, Dupetro.com. How about Johnston being arrested for possession of narcotics and firearm? Folks, another example. man was arrested traffic stop 50 year old michael lovebury of johnston i shared this also 40 grams of cocaine and a loaded ruger during the stop (sighs) folks this is what i try to talk about this is what police are up against but that nutcase should remain locked up gino rotundo the one that as i said there was no food order taken by the Cranston police, that's for sure. No, he should remain. He's a bail violator. Like, what exactly is, why are these people being let out of jail? Now, just touching on the person that was driving on the wrong side of the road, wrong side of the road on, that was early Sunday morning. Um, folks, notice this past legislative session. I'm going to start at the top. What has Governor McKee done to make the roads safer for us? And the answer, it's not your imagination, the answer is nothing. He hasn't done anything. Our roads are very dangerous. I want to share with you, you know, and especially um, if you look at some of the statistics of when accidents happen later at night it's it's you know far more dangerous uh, in the amount of accidents on the road it's not your imagination on that but but notice like nothing is done as we spoke with Mark Dennison, is such a terrific guy and, and they make the families go up there as I think about it I also shared on Facebook this video of Mark Dennison and also Vin mezzalola I'm going to I have to play those. I'm not going to play them right now, but I will play them. They're very powerful. They are very effective. McKee signed legislation make Juneteenth a state holiday. But what but what he's what they're not doing, what they're not doing is they're not doing anything to make the roads safer for us. And it's it's. And I think Mark was pretty good about it in laying it out. Um, Connecticut has roadblocks. What I believe we should be doing is, what? okay, what, what good does it do if someone is a drunk driver and they kill someone on the road? Okay, the whole thing of like we're going to throw the book at them and lock them up. But the person is still gone. How about the people... Let's just say someone who's not killed, but their life is forever altered because they can't walk again or they are injured so so badly. So what I believe, if Governor McKee were a real leader, Governor McGreed, there would be preventive legislation. Once the you know, there's two different people, and they're both teens, Olivia Passeretti, she was run off the road by a drunk driver. 17 years old East Greenwich, New Year's Day of last year. And then you had last February, Matt Dennison, high school senior and killed by a drunk driver, not a drunk driving accident. But I believe we need to come up with laws to prevent that from happening, if possible, or cut down on them And a very simple thing. Connecticut allows roadblocks. They set them up, and then they're stopping every single car. Um, Rhode Island has this thing that you can't do that according to our Constitution. It's, It's nonsense. Governor McKee does nothing, nothing, zero, to try to cut into the amount of drunk drivers on the road. And a lot of times, they're habitual offenders. So this whole business, I'm less concerned about they lose their license for life or then they go to prison for 20 years. None of that brings the person back. I am far more in favor of what could be put in motion to prevent it to begin with. And I, I don't I don't claim to know the answer. But one person who you don't hear him talk about it, he never discusses it, he never – Governor McKee, he'll hold press, you know, the big rallies and everything with the mom's demand action with the whole thing on gun control. All of these shootings that are taking place in Rhode Island, none of them are by legal gun owners. Governor McKee will do, you know, the pep rally, they all wear the orange shirts or the red shirt, whatever it is, and we're going to restrict – He'll do that. But you don't see him make one move to try. And I would argue that the biggest danger, the bigger danger is not the legal gun owner. It's the drunk driver on the road. And McKee, for whatever reason, it could be campaign donations. It could be hospitality. It could be all the drunk driving attorneys. But he will not go anywhere near it. He won't talk about it. The only time they'll do something is if one of their family members is then killed by a drunk driver. That's the only thing that might put something into action. Other than that, Governor McKee won't do a thing. He won't. The roads, it's not your imagination. They are dangerous. That guy was in the high-speed lane, or he I'm not sure what lane he's in, but he was going the wrong way on 95. Now, that is someone clearly should not be behind the wheel. And when I've been to court, it's one right after another. Rhode Island drunk driving, it's very transactional, and it's big business, and they have big fines, and there's so many of those attorneys, and they just tell them, don't take the test, I get you out of it, and then boom, 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 they go through the whole thing, get that kicked out, get that kicked out, delay, 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 get that kicked out. Um, They try to weaken the laws, you know, and even let's just look at this guy going the wrong way. Now they tell people take an Uber, right? Be responsible. Take an Uber, designated driver. What good does that do? What good does it do if you have a, a designated driver or you take an Uber or Lyft or rideshare and there's a drunk driver coming at you in the wrong direction? Dr- it doesn't even matter. Then you're gonna, then they're gonna kill your Uber driver and they're gonna kill you and everybody else. But make no mistake about it, nothing is being done to combat that. And I'm telling you, the only way they'll move on that, the only way will be if some notable individual, either them or one of their children, if if they get killed then they would jump in action now you had a high-profile incident this past spring when richard leach the judge got hit he's still recovering he got hit crossing smith hill now it's my understanding the driver remained unseen the driver was not charged he was not crossing in the crosswalk he was crossing where it was convenient for him to cross but it was dark and and those cars you come over the hill And when you're going down, I fully believe he just walked in front of that. It was a Jeep. But um, now, maybe if that had been a drunk driver, they would have changed something. But nothing is done. All right, folks, we have another hour to go on the program. I want to thank everyone for all your birthday wishes, all your birthday stars. It is the chosen one on this national holiday. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Another full hour to go. On the radio show. Leave it right here on the John DiPietro Show. WNRI Woonsocket. W260 DC.